this evening we're talking about illumination changes our consciousness illumination changes our consciousness for there's no power from without that can operate upon you there is no power none and illumination changes our consciousness tonight i'm looking for four readers the first reader is taken from john 8 verses 30 to 32 the second is Galatians 6, verses 6 to 9. The third is John 8, verses 9 to 11. And the fourth is Ezekiel 18, verses 30 to 32. When a person comes into some measure of understanding of the nature of God, a change takes place in their lives. So when a person comes into some measure of understanding, of the nature of God a change takes place in their life this coming to know God aright is often referred to as illumination and as illumination changes consciousness from a limited sense to one of infinite greater capacity a new life begins to unfold now even a faint glimpse of the real nature of God brings an understanding of the master's revelation that the kingdom of God is neither low here nor low there but is within with that recognition vital changes begin to take place in, in our lives and perhaps the most important of these is that you are no longer consumed by fear what is there to fear if there is a God? What could be a power over God? What could harm God? Is there a power greater than God? To believe that there is a power greater than God is to have no understanding of God. That God is omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. Therefore, when you have a good understanding that God is all power, that God is present wherever you are, that God is infinite intelligence, what is there to fear? How could disease or lack or limitation be present? How could death enter the presence of all power, all presence and all wisdom? Those who live in the realization of God as omnipotence, omnipresence, and omniscience are free of these pitfalls that come nigh thy dwelling. You know, Psalms 91. When you have that consciousness, you're free of the pitfalls that come nigh thy dwelling place. Those who do not dwell in the secret place of the Most High. This does not mean simply going to church or belonging to a church as this does not keep a person from being an atheist now let, let i'm introducing two words this evening theos is a person who believe in the evidence of god or the existence of god one may say and atheist 
is a person who do not believe in the existence of God. And can I tell you a secret? Even though they go to church, they don't believe. They don't believe. So the only thing that separates anyone from being an atheist is an actual conviction of God. Joining an organization doesn't do it. In fact, it is possible to join the noblest and the loftiest of movements and yet not take on the nature of its teaching. A person can be a member of a fraternal lodge founded upon the most high-minded principles and still go on cheating and defrauding. But this he could not do if he had an understanding and conviction of the real meaning underlining the teaching of that fraternal order. It is possible to join a church and still be fundamentally an atheist. Atheists can be found inside and outside the church. On the other hand, a person is a theist if he has never belonged to a church as long as he attained a conviction of God. So even if you have never gone to church, but you have a strong conviction, you're, 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 not, an, you're not an atheist, you're a theist. And not only a conviction of God, but that God is wherever he is, omnipresent. Let, let me say that again, because we as Christians judge people by their function. And I'm saying that people, some people who go to church are still atheists because they don't have a conviction of God. God is not part of their life. So I say it is possible to join a church and still be fundamentally an atheist. Atheists can be found inside and outside the church. On the other hand, a person is a theist if he has never belonged to a church as long as he has attained a conviction of God and not only a conviction that God is but that God is wherever he is omnipresent because God dwells within him amen 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 that's my preamble alright so now we're going to go to the first reader as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Here endeth the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. 
but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last, and Jesus was left alone. And the woman standing in the midst, when Jesus had lifted up himself, and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are thou thine accusers? Art no man condemned of thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, said the Lord God. Repent, and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby you have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, said the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live ye. The word of the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. It's my fondest wish, just what Ezekiel said. Turn yourselves and live Live your life. Live. Now, I start off early on by saying, no power from without can operate upon you. And that may sound a little far-fetched to some. I'll go a little slow. Listen, and I want you to understand this, and you will see truly no power from without can operate upon you. For when you are convinced that the place whereon you stand is holy ground. You are no longer in fear. Even bombs should burst, but not even blown to bits can separate you from life. If it is true that the kingdom of God is within you, no power external to you can operate in your life no evil power can act upon you in you or through you because the kingdom of god is within you with it would immediately dissolve any such power if there was one nothing from without your being can enter to defile or make a lie or no external power no external force, whether of the nature of sin, disease, or lack, nothing, absolutely nothing, that is your protection. I want you to hold on to that. Because your Father God will not allow it. 
you may wonder then why so much evil so much sin so much disease so much lack so much limitation and even death have come into our experience but if we are on the spiritual path we must acknowledge that these discords have not come to you from without there is no way to make spiritual progress to bring about purification no way to put off mortality and put on immortality without first recognizing that no power of evil has ever entered you entered your experience from outside your own being it don't buy into that theory that it it cannot enter when you have acknowledged this your next step is to find out what it is within your own being that is responsible for sin or disease or accidents that come into your experience if no outside power then what it is that that is causing these things eventually it is born in upon you that what is responsible for the ills of mankind is darkness ignorance ignorance of truth hear me somebody it is pure ignorance the master promise you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free it must be plain therefore that if you are not free it is because of your of our lack of knowing the truth and this of course means because of our ignorance ignorance is responsible for our ills is responsible for your ills and my ills ignorance is fortunately ignorance is something you can do something about if there were a devil or a satan external to you responsible for your ills you might just be justifying saying there is nothing i can do about it but suffer it or if the stars and the planets possess power to govern your life you might say i can do nothing about that if there were conditions external to yourself that could be held responsible for your ills you could protest well i can do nothing about them i must bear it but the master declared your lord and savior jesus christ said you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free that's what he said paul went further than that when he said whatsoever a man soweth that he also reap he did not hesitate to lay your problems right at your doorstep and he added he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life and so again it is you you but this does not mean that you are condemned or you should condemn yourself jesus did not condemn anyone but in every case even to those who have sinned his response was neither do i condemn thee amen 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 those of you who want to beat up on yourself stop it already 
Jesus never condemned anyone. But in every case, even to those who had sinned, his response was, Neither do I condemn thee. You will realize that you are not under condemnation. Even for your ignorance. Even for our ignorance, we are not under condemnation. You have within yourself the power of redemption. For it is as you sow. God is not responsible for your ills. God is not responsible for your death. For he said, oh, this was so sweet in Ezekiel. He said, I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live ye. He said, I have no pleasure. You are here for God to get pleasure. When you do his will, when you serve him, he is pleased. He said, I have no pleasure in the death of him that died, saith the Lord. Wherefore, turn yourself and live. Now, forgiveness is at the instance of repentance. Above all things, if any one of you is living in fear that God is punishing you for some sin, Lose that fear in that hour, for it is not true. Please, please, please hear me. Society beat upon you. Everybody put you down, but please listen to me. If you ain't understand anything tonight, understand this. If any one of you is living in fear that God is punishing you for something, lose that fear in this hour. Right now, lose it, for it is not true. God has never punished anyone for any sin. There's no provision in God for punishment of any nature. According to the teachings of our Lord and Savior, Master Jesus, forgiveness is unto 70 times 7. What about the 491 times? It never comes. It would not be possible to forgive and forgive and forgive without bringing healing to the one you are forgiven. What the master really meant was that forgiveness should continue until a healing takes place. Forgive until there is nothing left to be forgiven. But never condemn, never judge. Although a person is punished for and by his sins, he is punished only as long as he continues to sin. Only as long as the sin continues. The very moment that he looks up and turns away from them, in that moment, though his sins be scarlet, he is white as snow. And he does not have to wait for death to give him the forgiveness he is seeking. His forgiveness is an instant the instant his turning and at that instant of his repentance the forgiveness is, is, is completed do not accept the belief that the discord from which you are suffering is of God or that God is the author of the cause of your suffering please somebody please 
do not accept the belief that the discord from which you are suffering is of God or that God is the author or the cause of your suffering not even for a good reason for there is no good reason ever revealed by the master the master whole teaching is one of forgiveness when you can come into agreement within yourself that God is not the author of your discord or your inharmonies of your mental or your physical or moral or financial troubles you have taken a great step forward and have released yourself from the belief that God is holding you in bondage he is not the realization that there is no power outside of your own being that responsibility for your ills prepares you for the next step so the realization that there's no power outside of your own being responsible for your ills it prepares you for the next step which is to understand that the suffering the lack and the limitation in your life are due to something within you not to something outside of you and there is nobody in heaven or earth or in hell responsible for this condition the fault which must be corrected is nothing but ignorance of the truth and that you can do something about you never have suffered and never will suffer from anything other than ignorance of truth and that you can correct anytime now i'll just go to say a little meditation prayer that i have if you could repeat it quietly within yourself i'll go slow all power is within me god gave me dominion over all that is in the earth and in the skies above the earth including the stars and the planets and the astrological implications god gave man dominion therefore all dominion all law and all power is within me it is not mine in a personal or astrological sense as though it were of my own self it is mine by the grace of god god gave me this dominion God gave me this power over all beliefs of power. God instilled his dominion in my consciousness from the very beginning. God given dominion is my dominion over all forces that exist. Remember that. Now, when you have a feeling within you that this is the truth you begin to perceive 
that you need not take up the sword against any external powers. Because he that lives by the sword will die by the sword. You begin to understand why Jesus said resist not evil. Why he never set up a warfare against the devil. And why he never belittled evil. There is no record of his fighting the devil. No record of his worried about Satan. But merely a quiet, peaceful, get thee behind me. And we hear no more of the devil in Jesus' life. We hear no more of it in Master Jesus' life. Except when he say, get thee behind me. You too have given dominion over all the devils that may be tormenting you or trying to tempt you. Always you have dominion. But the dominion is exercised only by the recognition of the truth that makes you free. You do not have to battle. You do not have to struggle. You have to know the truth. There is a God-given dominion within me. I want you to understand that. There is, you know, say it after me. I'll go slow. Say it within your mind. There is a God-given dominion within me. The kingdom of God is within me. And this kingdom of God within me is the law. It is the Son of God. It is the presence of God that is within each and every individual. God has given me dominion over all that is. And this God-given dominion within me is now operating to free me. Whether it is of sin, lack, disease, hate, envy, jealousy, or of resentment. The God-given dominion is operative now within me. The kingdom of God within me is jurisdiction and dominion over everything that there is in this world. Although every individual in the world has the kingdom of God within him, and every individual has the Christ indwelling, it does not function except through his acknowledgement of it. It is not the truth that makes you free. It is your knowledge of that being bringing it into action. So although every individual in the world has the kingdom of God within him, every individual has the Christ indwelling, it does not function except through his acknowledgement of it. It is not the truth that makes him free. 
It is his knowledge of it that brings it into action. It is your knowledge of the truth that brings it into action. So it's not the truth that makes you free. It is your knowledge of the truth that brings it into action. I will stop here because I'm feeling uh, you guys, your mind is uh, picking up your energy. So I'll stop here and we'll continue on. Amen, amen, amen. We can follow up next week with it. I think you are a little bit saturated. I think that's enough for tonight. Amen, amen, amen.